dad's in the room right now. Stop talking crap. Oh, oh, hey, dad. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, <laughs> hey guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. I've been a big fan. I listen to you guys quite often. And uh, when you guys swear, I close my ears. <laughs> Come on, we're going to try to yes, hold we'll, that down. We'll yeah. keep, it, keep it clean today. We appreciate really? you joining us. Yeah, Don't worry. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a pleasure. I couldn't wait to do this. I've been dying to do this. <laughs> yeah. See, Gordon... Gordon, on the other hand, Gordon was funny because when we first asked Gordon to do it, Gordon tried to pretend he didn't want to do it, and then he now he loves it. Now he loves it. So, Magic. yeah, he's a natural. <laughs> oh, I mean, this backstory, but you know, I was like, you know, I, you know, it's a gambling business. I don't really gamble. I don't know if I'd be good at it. But then we go on the thing, and it's like, oh man, I love this. I I, I can't not podcast. Love exactly. podcast. You took a gamble and you paid off. Yes, sir. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant, guys. Again, I love the show. You guys have been fantastic. I love to hear about, especially when you talk about the Patriots. I can't wait to get your thoughts on the the last game that they had a few days ago. It was a disaster. I was texting Gordon, I think at 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, I need to go back to sleep. I I can't watch this game. (laughs) You chose the right path. That was brutal. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. And then Gordon said uh, you're a big soccer guy. Yes, actually. We've been living through a bonanza, a soccer bonanza. We call it football around here you guys call it soccer around there but we've been living through a, a soccer bonanza for the past uh, three weeks the african cup of nations that happens uh, uh once every uh two years this time around it actually happened once uh three years after because it was due for to take place on in 2021 but it was because of covid and because of some uh, preparatory issues it was pushed to 2022 so we've been having a blast for three weeks uh, 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 watching uh, the African giants, the giants of uh, African soccer uh, uh, go at each other. Unfortunately, uh, some of the big names have actually been crashing out on the first round of the tournament. Oh. Uh, we're going to the eighth finals now uh, from tomorrow. But uh, the all-time favorite of the, I would say, uh, the reigning champions, Algeria, was kicked out uh, 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 last week. Uh, they had a terrible, terrible competition, I tell you. Uh, lost to really small teams. Uh, uh, nobody was expecting that. Uh, the Black Stars of Ghana also are kicked out. Really? And I think you have like 50, wow. 50% of the, uh, of, the, um, of the teams that qualify for the eighth, eighth round of the tournament are actually underdogs. So I, I'm calling this the the Afcon, the African Nations Cup competition of the underdog. Oh, you can imagine. I tell you, it's the year of the right. underdog this year. The man. year of the, year really the underdog. underdog. It's really the year of the underdogs. They're yeah. really taking it. I, I like that. I like. That. I like that too. Because yeah. I was gonna say, I'm not, I'm not like a uh, a soccer or football expert, but I know that. For African soccer, I know Ghana and Ivory Coast are usually the two big powerhouses, big, huge, right? Big yeah, big big ones, right? Especially Ghana. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ivory Coast is still in the competition. They have a really yeah. solid team. They're one of the favorites that are actually, I think, they're highly rated for to take the the cup, uh, the, the the to actually get to, to the finals and hopefully win the trophy on the on the sixth of uh, of February. 
Uh, Nigeria is also classified along, um, uh, also up there, highly rated, uh, expected to uh, get f- further into the competition. Cameroon, obviously, I must speak for Cameroon. Come on. Cameroon. Had the- <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Yes, yes, go yes. Cameroon also has a very good team. Uh, 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 they are also one of the favorite. And Egypt, I must say, Egypt is one of the really, really good teams in the tournament, but they've been p- playing very, very poorly. Uh, they qualify for the eighth round, uh, so hopefully they they, 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 they they get over the hump and actually start playing playing better. We're going to the eighth round. Actually, the knockout knockout uh, knockout is the beginning of the knockout series of the competition. So any anybody who loses from uh, here on it's gets really, just really, go yeah. home. Yeah. Join yeah. the rest of the okay. Hey, I have a, I have a question for you, real quick. So you know. I don't know if you ever had conversations with Egyptians. I'm sure you have plenty, a plethora of conversations. But any time I've ever talked to an Egyptian, they refuse to be claim to claim Africa. They're like, we're not African. Sorry, we're Egyptian. We're this and anything. Why do you let them in the African Cup? Why, if you don't want to be African, why should we let you in our cup? I mean, come on, come on. Well, listen. They are on the African continent. They prefer, they prefer even if you look at uh, the organization that I work for, North Africa is actually tied more to the Middle East. Yeah, so you would have a lot of the Egyptians and the North Africans, they associate more, much more with the Middle East than with the Sub-Saharan Africa. Um, but we, we welcome them anytime. No worries. We'll be, we'll know, we'll, we'll, we're going to trash them in a few days. <laughs> nah, say it the first time. Yes, You're right. Yes. We're going to beat them. Not we're going to try to beat them. We're going to beat them. Yeah, that same energy. You got to keep it. Yes. I'll yes, take it easy, yes. Dom. <laughs> oh, man. That's so so, so it, 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 it's, it's, it's okay. It's fine. I mean, people, the way I look at it, you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. And but so long as you are on the African continent, you you it's okay to uh, to participate in this bonanza, and uh, we're definitely happy to have them. Oh, that's awesome! And and where is it? So is this like the World Cup or the Euros? Is it hosted in like one central location? Yes, it's it's. I would, I would term it the in Europe. You have the Euros that actually I think the European competition actually plays in multiple yeah. countries. Oh, okay. The yeah. World Cup actually plays in a particular country. For I think we're going to Qatar and Qatar next. Yep. The African Nations Cup is actually played in one country. Cameroon. This is the second time Cameroon is hosting this event. Okay. The, the first time we hosted the event was in 1972. And, uh, and uh, we were beaten by uh, Cameroon, lost the match. I think we lost to, actually, we won that game. We won the cup in 72 against the Nigerians. Um, my friends in Nigeria are telling me they're going to come to Cameroon and play Cameroon and beat Cameroon <laughs> for this final. So You see, their friends have yeah. the same energy. You oh. got to keep the same one for your side. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, so it is in Cameroon. Uh, as you all know, Cameroon is Africa in miniature. You get everything that you found on, find on the African continent in Cameroon. That's cool. So we've been, it's been, it's been a blast. I, I must say that we, it's been a blast uh, and uh, been taking the, 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 the kids to the game. Uh, we're looking forward to the, uh, to the competition that, uh, that the, the rest of the competition that's uh, from, uh, from tomorrow. And you, as you can imagine, maybe you don't know this, but the entire country stops. When Cameroon is playing, the entire country stops for ninety minutes, That's and awesome. everybody is either watching the game or go or sitting in the in the stadium participating uh, in, in the game. So that's how it's it's like a religion around here. 
That's interesting. Real quick, Justin, because yeah. I work at a at a school and we have a residential program and there's a whole bunch of Nigerian people that, you know, work there as well. So I, I work on the weekends sometimes, pick up extra si- shift, and I look and I see that every single male staff and there's some female staff are watching like soccer games all throughout the day, just going crazy, just going nuts. And I'm just <laughs> like, wow, this has been happening for a few weeks. So now it makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is the bonanza that's been going on for three weeks because I've been there since late, late December, all the way up until what, last week working. And I'm like, okay, now it makes sense to me. That's cool. That's what's up. It is it, honestly. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think what's really cool too about like soccer is like I think in obviously in America, you know, it's 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 no secret that like we don't give soccer as much attention as we should. But in other countries where soccer is bigger than soccer is bigger than any sport that like we have here. You know what I mean? Like that's what you're saying. Like that's what I love about it. Like when you say like the whole country like shuts down for like a soccer game, like. Does the whole country ever shut down for like a football game or no. a basketball game or anything like that? We don't, right? So like that to me is yeah. like I love that when like that's like the power of soccer. Is you have like entire nations that like are come you know come for together that. for that you know stuff. What I'm like I, I I love that stuff. Even just like you know when you look at like what happens in like the World Cup when you have you know like different nations playing each other and you know everyone just comes together. Like I love that stuff. <laughs> soccer is like the great uniter. It really is. It's crazy so. that it you just said it that is. because I was reading this book last year actually about Nelson Mandela going to the South African team when he was like released and all that and like that whole country came together even though it was on some apartheid like path. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Some of the flags that they have down there were insensitive to the other South Africans but him coming to the game, it kind of, not even kind of, it definitely unified the whole, you know, country at that time and point. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's very uh, a beautiful thing to see. And it's cool to actually hear about it and talk more about it with you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even... Thanks, guys. It, go ahead. Oh, no, I was I was just going to say, like, I, I was thinking, too, like, a few years ago, I mean, even stuff when, like, like Israel and, like, Palace are, like, you know, nations yeah, that, I like, that, typically, yeah. you know, like, they just don't get along and... In, 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 in the real world, but they can put their differences aside and all come together in sport and like unite. Like, I love that stuff. Like, that to me is like really yeah. cool, you know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It is, it is a great, it is a, it is a great unifier. I must, I must admit. Um, uh, uh, we have some, some, some small skirmishes around the country, but I can tell you the day Cameroon is playing, this entire nation, everybody's glued, everybody's focused. Like and, it's beautiful. That's, I, that's all I can tell you. It's just beautiful. That's that's awesome. So like I always see, you know, like you were saying, it's a huge unifier. It's how like people gather. Like even people that don't even like soccer are watching. Like Ma, Ma was <laughs> plays watch it as if she right. watches soccer year round. It's hilarious. And then yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying. But all, like you said, it's a big unifier. But you know, like what happens in the the UK or what? You know, every time like Liverpool plays Man U or Man City plays you. It's like they have to separate the people because they know it's going to be an all-out brawl. Right. And you know what I'm saying? And it's like, one, because they're hammered. Two, it's – no, they're truly passionate about their teams. I, I swear yeah. you can't find that anywhere, you, can't. you know, in any other sport. You might be able to find some football teams where people care, like the Cowboys, but literally you're not going to find a passion for one's team or one's country like you do uh, soccer. 
That's crazy because like that's exactly where the word fan comes from. Fanatics, people who are yeah. empathetic and like really feel some stuff with their team, even though they're not a part of them or not associated with them at all. But you just have that loving that love for them. You know what I'm saying? That you just want to see them do good and excel. A hundred percent. And honestly, it's funny too with soccer because building off of that, I remember uh, I went two years ago before right uh, the mm. fall before COVID came. Um, I went over to Did London and I saw a uh, a Liverpool game, and the thing that struck me is like so crazy about it is it was obviously it was at Liverpool, but uh, the away team, all of their fans sits in one section, right? The fans aren't scattered throughout the crowd like they are at like football games yeah. or basketball games. They're like, okay, no, if you're not a fan of this home team, you're going in a special right section <laughs> with security and you're not going <laughs> to you're not mingling with the other people. You got your own section like that cuz those people will go nuts. Yeah, I'm saying they treat yeah. you like you a high school yeah, game. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Home yeah. team, <laughs> like, dang, all right, that's how we yeah. rocking. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's sure. cool. That's cool. Uh, so it, at it, what it, age? It, like I gotta I said, ask. It, I gotta ask real quick. What age did you like? All right, Gordon. Uh, he's he's too big to play soccer. <laughs> I just have to ask already. What age were you like? All right, he's just too big to play soccer. That's not gonna happen. Actually, actually, I I don't know if you've looked at the the teams or you've had the chance to watch the teams. I have not. Yeah, I have not. Okay. Well. The guys, uh, well, I, I would not say the U.S. football, the, the American football, uh, as you, you need, again, a defensive line. Defensive guy has to be a big guy. Right. The, the, the offensive guys, especially the the, uh, 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 the receivers, have to be nice and fit and trim to be able to run. That's how soccer guys are, right? right. You need to be able to run. And, and, and most of the way I look at the, the American football is much of, most of the, 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 the receivers uh, like goalkeepers in the, in in soccer because they catch they can, they can catch the ball right, very right. very well, you know. So no, I think I think uh, again you 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 need to you need to be able to speed is speed is the name of the game, right? Uh, uh, and uh, being able to get to the other guys' uh, 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 goalposts as fast as you possibly can. So if you're big, uh, uh, obviously you will not be able to play this game. You big boy! <laughs> you right. there, oh my god! It, oh, he did. He also didn't mention. I know he's being nice, but I also was trash. <laughs> so, okay, anyways, actually, and, actually, you 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 tried you tried soccer when you were a kid. By the way, yeah, I you. did. I, I, Hitting his head off the damn goalpost. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was so no, literally, literally they. I had I got to be striker one time. I got down the field and completely missed the goal. It went that way. Oh, I man. was defense where I'm pretty sure I bundled some kid. And they're like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> and then they put me in goal because they had nowhere else to put me. They're like, might as well put him somewhere. I think I caught like two balls. They're like, oh, we found something. The next game missed all of them. It was like <laughs> I was literally the, the white of the Jets. The quarterback White from the Jets coming in having one game. He's like, "Oh, is the next coming? Let's That's go!" It. Literally That's just stuck the rest of the season. I'm good. It was I'm tough. Good. It was tough. Oh, after uh, after that year, I was done. No more soccer after that. I'm like, I'm too trash for this. I can't handle oh, it. Oh man, that yeah. is hysterical. I only had one soccer oh, story. Man. I tried soccer when I was like about nine or ten. Right, right to goalie, straight away to goalie. I, there was no yeah. way I was running. Immediately, <laughs> immediately got drilled in the face. 
fucked and I quit. I quit right then and there. I was like, no, this is not for me. I, I don't have a helmet. I'm good. I'm okay. Thank you, though. So I tried it, though. I tried it. I tried it, but it was just not for me. I love FIFA, though. No, yeah, exactly. I love, I love FIFA, FIFA yeah. though. I'll destroy some people in FIFA. Sal's gonna say my boy Sal from <laughs> UNA is gonna say no one's gonna beat him. He's absolutely right. That dude's a meat, hey, a menace. Man. But um, I I'm second best. Oh, I'm gonna set that one up though. But I love FIFA and I love. I always love playing that um that game. I always love playing like the little trails that they have like a uh, franchise mode. And all yeah, yeah. Oh, I love. I think FIFA FIFA's the best you know I mean? sports video game. For it is. Sure. It's. For I sure like it better me. than Madden 2K. All those. It's probably one of the most sold. Right. Worldwide. Yeah, definitely. Worldwide. Worldwide. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Is. Definitely. Is. And I think it's, it's the most realistic too. For sure. Which, yeah. The graphics. Oof. Yeah. Everything about it. I just love FIFA. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. My soccer career was short lived. I scored one goal and it was accidental. And uh, it, was only, no, it was. It was. It was dead ass accidental. I was. I was just trying to dribble the ball and I dribbled it way too hard and it went off my foot into the net so it wasn't even it wasn't even a kick hey, that's the best I, I didn't even i wasn't even trying to kick it i was just trying to get from a to b yeah i was, I was trying, trying to, to go score. from a to b but uh speaking yeah, of I mean, a justin justin you, you 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 can't go away from that story without telling us what your selling was you definitely did like wow it went in did like a whole lap around the field took your shirt off was whipping it around to what was be, your selling yeah, to, be you complete, to be completely honest I didn't even sell it because, like, I was looking around, like, waiting for it to get, like, called off or something. I was like, I, <laughs> I think I just scored, guys. What happened? Because I never, I never scored. I was, I was, I was uh, always in the net. I was always a goalie. Like, the, I, I played soccer for three years, and all three years for every game, I was a goalie. In this one game, they decided to put me forward to switch it up. Uh, and I do, was. Do, let me, do, do, do any of you follow uh, the MLS? A, a teeny bit. Yeah. Um, I was down in Atlanta when they first won theirs, and I believe 2018, and that was a big mm -hmm. deal to the to the city of Atlanta in itself because that's a big thing. Because one, like you were saying before, Major League Soccer is not big here. You know what I'm saying? Now Atlanta is a very diverse spot. I don't know if you've ever been, but it was just crazy to see that Spanish people, white, Asian, black people are all at the soccer game. And this was before they even won it. It was just a, a new thing in town, and everybody just wanted to go. Then they actually started winning. They won this ship. And then it's like a, a big thing. It's a big deal all the time in Atlanta now. So that's as much as I follow. I follow the Atlanta team. That's about it. I don't follow the, the revolution. I, I know the, the revolution just had wow. the biggest letdown ever, right? Yeah, they, I, can't I think do the it. revolution, the New England revolution this year, they broke a record for being like having like the most points or being like the best MLS team in history, and then they lost the first round and got bounced. <laughs> yeah, one and done, <laughs> out of there. So, you gotta love those stories. They, oh, they, yeah. they, they are actually a number of uh, of MLS play uh, MLS players uh, in the in the in the Afghan. Cameroon has uh, one of the defenders actually plays for Seattle, okay. and I think oh, yeah. a number of the other. Yeah, a number of the other countries have uh, have a number uh, a, a, a good number of players that are playing in MLS. But if you look at the competition so far, uh, I would say about fifty percent of the players that are actually participating in the Afcon actually play their uh, their professional uh, careers in in either the English Premier League, either the Bundesliga, or or, or, or the, the French or Italian or uh, Spanish Premier League. So at least the, the, the and and that's reason that's one of the reasons why we, we if you I don't know if you followed this but before the Afcon 
the, a lot of these teams were actually complaining about the timing that the, 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 the event is actually taking place because this is the middle of the season out there. They didn't want to lose their players, but obviously mm-hmm. the, 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 the allegiance, first of all, is to the national team before, obviously, they, that's where they make their money. But they, whenever, according to FIFA, whenever the national teams are playing, they must be released to, to attend. So, um, again, the, the level of playing is really high. There's really good standards. Uh, but uh, again, like I said, highly, really, really highly competitive. So, as a soccer fan, do you think that the MLS has been gaining traction, like not only in the United States but around the world? Do you think it's getting better competition? Do you think it's growing? It, it, I think if I, if I go back to when I was living in Boston, right, uh, and early, uh, I would say early two thousand, um, um, uh, early nine, I'd say late ninety ninety nine, when the when the major league soccer just started and all that, right. and you compare where where it is today, yes, it has gained. It it has actually gained traction. Is it as popular as a typical U.S. sport, basketball, baseball, volleyball? Right. I mean, uh, sorry, uh, football? No, definitely not. But I think what has happened over the years, as a lot of parents get their kids, especially the, 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 the girls, into soccer, as, as a lot of younger boys get into soccer, I think over time, maybe in the next five, six, seven years, you would see a little bit more. But I also feel that because of the uh, the Europe, the, especially the English Premier League, because of the strength of the English Premier League, a lot of these players actually use the U.S. ground as a training ground, and then when they get really good and really strong, they transfer to to, to Europe yep. and play in Europe for a bit, and then you see some retired players in Europe uh, yeah, who just want to come to the yeah. to, to the U.S. and 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 make some money at the end of their at the end of their careers. So so it's it's a, I think it's a matter of time. Yeah. Name another guy that can do a bicycle kick at midfield, bro, and then make that. At like six, six, six. Like six. I know. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, man, with the man bun? Oh, yeah. That dude's that dude's on another level. He's like a creative character, he's, man. He's the best. He, he has one of the best quotes ever. They asked him what he got his wife for Christmas. He said, nothing. She already has me. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you won. Yeah, I was about to say, you won. Uh, he goes, you uh, won. <laughs> you won, man. Nah, <laughs> Yo, my that. favorite Zatan is when he literally finished his time. What was it, the Galaxy, right? When he finished yeah. his time there, and he literally takes a picture, doesn't do like a whole thing or anything, just takes a picture, says "You're welcome," and leaves. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, you already know you're going to say thank you're you. Welcome. What else are you going to say to him? <laughs> you're welcome. Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. that's next level. That's, that's I, next I level. That. You can't like you. You have to have a certain level of greatness talent and like high caliber to be able to say something like that be able to back it up and then have no rebuttal against you you know what i'm saying like if somebody that was like mediocre or even like a step below what zatan is coming and saying things like that they'd be like who is this guy like who does he think he is but zatan ibrahimovic oh next level yeah because he's doing it i like that can't do nothing he's gonna come out and kick it from half field and still make it the guy's a nut 
it was so crazy when I saw that for the first time. But yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like I, it's like it's like Tom Brady it's the two minute drill, right? You know he's gonna yeah, right? You know he's gonna uh, do yeah. it. It's like you can't Big even worry facts. about it. Exactly. Facts. exactly. And we're getting to the point too, I think, where it's like the some of the generational players are starting to get to the end of their career, right? Like you said, like Ibrahimovic is he's he's kind of done now. You got Ronaldo done, Ronaldo yeah. at the end, Messi at the end, mm-hmm. you know, some of the greats of the game kind of winding down. It's it's gonna be you know, I'm gonna be curious to see the next generation of players coming up. I know we have one good guy over in the US, Christian Pulisic. He's probably our most promising player in the United States right now. And Who's he's he played for? He plays, I believe, over in Europe for Dortmund, right? Or Germany. He, I think he plays for, for Dortmund over in the Bundesliga. Yeah, I think it's, I think it, I'm not sure which team is, but I know he's in Germany. Yeah, and, um, but, uh, you know, he, he's, he's kind of, you know, climbing the ranks. But I'm curious to see what other young players, you know, climb the ranks. I know uh, Mbappe over in oh, France. Yeah, he's, yep. he's supposed to be one of the best in the world now. But, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be very interesting as some of, like, these big names hit the end of their career who kind of ascends the ranks. Yeah, really, though. You know? <clears throat> But, but, you know, it's it's like everything else, right? It's like the, the older guys. That I, I remember back in the days you had people like uh, Pele and then obviously yeah. you get to the Maradonas and then the Maradonas actually left the stage and then you, 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 you get a lot of the folks in. The, again, there were, there were a lot of good good English players, by the way, uh, when, when we were coming up, right? And then you have the younger guys. Now, people like Mbappe. Mbappe. Uh, uh, I actually taking over now Mbappe and a few other names are actually coming coming through. But hey, that's that's the cycle of life, right? Yeah, uh, again, right. You, you you move on and you get new guys to come in. And uh, the, the the good thing about it is that the standard the standard of playing actually just keeps getting elevated, elevated every single time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I know we. Uh, I know before we started. You had mentioned that you wanted to talk a little bit about some American football because you wanted to get into the beatdown that the Patriots took last week. So we gotta, we gotta ask you, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, it was miserable. I tell you, it was miserable. By the way, I had to wake up at two a.m. in the morning to watch like I, I wake up for every Patriots game. I mean, I watch every single Patriots game. Unfortunately. When is that eight o'clock in the evening time or six o'clock? I have to wake up like at two a.m. because oh, I'm no. six hours ahead, six mm. hours ahead of you to watch it, and I could not go back to sleep. I just could not go back to sleep because I, I knew even if I went back to sleep, I was going to be on my phone checking the scores every two minutes. <laughs> but it was a terrible game. I, I, I went back a few games ago when I think we were like ten three. We we had lost the first three games or first four games. Yeah. Came back and won six. And everybody was putting ESPN and all those guys were putting, okay, it's going to be Mac Jones and Tom Brady. I'm like, then we get to this and we got trashed. <laughs> Horrible game. Horrible game. Hey, I feel, like, I just, I feel uh, like trashed is an understatement. I was about to say that. Happened. You know, like, I think we got obliterated. I think we got, you know, taken behind the bar. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things happened to us that night and none of it were good. None no. of it was good. Absolutely, absolutely none of it. But I, I mean, uh, do, do, what happened, guys? Maybe from you guys that are closer to this, what happened to the the, the guys? Just collapsed. Was it? Was it I know the, the weather was very bad. Uh, was it the weather? Was it? Uh, I mean, was it? I don't know what happened. I'm not gonna say the weather. It wasn't the weather. We we beat no. them in a, a a blizzard. You know what I'm saying? But you you got it. Honestly, we all I know think what it is. I think we. It's there's no excuses. We just went up against a better football team. Yeah. 
They're just a better football team than Straight us. Up. And uh, I think we're we're still figuring out how to be a mature football team that can win tough games. You know what I mean? Like we like if you looked at the Patriots all season, like you know, you said you watched all those games. Like we beat the teams that we should have beat, and we lost the tough games to the good teams. You know what I mean? So like yeah. we showed, yeah. I think we showed promise that we have a good young team that can, you know, go out there and win games, but we're not at that level yet where we're going to go out and beat the best of the best. When I saw that we yeah. didn't perform well against the Colts or they're scoring to like what, late in the third, right. early in the fourth. Yeah. That's how I knew that we weren't going to go far if we trouble. were going to make the playoffs. Right. And that was indicative of what happened this past weekend. Um, just straight obliteration from start to finish. It was in one time where yeah. any of us felt comfortable. 100%. You, you know what I mean? And um, you can't blame that on Mac. You could definitely blame it on management. Can't even blame it on the coaching staff because, once again, you got to go look at management. You got to give this guy some more high-key targets. Not let's just save some money. Um, let's let's keep some money for later on. This guy is the future, and the future is now. And we've seen that this year. You know what I'm saying? But we have to elevate his game, and the only way to elevate his game is to get the proper players around him. He has the coaching staff, you know? He has the smarts. We all know that. He has the capability. He has the actual talent. But if you don't have other people around him to elevate him, then nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Dude, I think think we had a lot of good pickups. On in last offseason, right? We had a lot of good pickups. We had some misses, like Aguilar, huge miss. Um, you know what I'm saying? But like for the most part, defense was one of the best things we could have done. Unfortunately, our defense stayed in Foxborough uh, last weekend, didn't show up. Uh, but you know, going forward, I feel like we should our main focus should be looking more towards our offense a bit. Because yes. look at look at look at look what we do. Yes. Look what we do, right? From a running back standpoint, we always have good running backs. We last like two years with us, three years to their contract's done. They ask for more money than Bill Texas tells them to step. You know what I'm saying? So but do you know why we need to start working on guys? But do you know why? Because we run them into the ground because we don't put money into the receivers or the tight ends. There's just a lot of Excuse me, I almost cuss right there. There's a lot no, of freaking, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, swear. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of freaking good players that the Pats could have still had. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? But they had to run them yeah. into the ground because they didn't want to spend that dime to go get some top tier wide receivers or just another tight end that's going to be prolific. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you have at least one or two, either at the receivers or at the tight end positions, you can. Spread out your game plan. But if every single team knows that you're going to run, they're going to go after that dude and they're going to try to make him quit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what a lot of them did. And that's why we're in the predicament we are right now. You know what I'm saying? All this could have been managed. All this could have been helped. But nothing was like put in for place to, to prevent all this. Nothing. I don't think it's any secret. If you go and look at all the teams that are left in the NFL playoffs right now, they all have a major offensive weapon at the receiver position, right? Every single one of them. You just go team them, by bro. team. You got Tyree Kill in Kansas City. You got A.J. Brown. You got Jamar Chase. You got Debo, Debo Samuel. You got Cooper Cup. You got Mike Evans. And then the, you can still ODB. double back around. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Then you can still double back around. The list goes on and on. So 
it, I, I think the, the the pattern is that where this game has become such an offensive game, such a high scoring game, where they protect the quarterbacks, the receivers, the offense so much. You need to give this man weapons. Kendrick Bourne and Aguilar aren't going to cut it. Kendrick, I'd be happy if Kendrick Bourne is like my third receiver. To me, that'd be great if Kendrick You're Bourne was my third receiver. probably one of the best third receivers right. in that case on this team. Exactly. If we had at least one or two actual good right. like receivers up there. Right, 100%. That man was doing way more than what was asked of him Devontae or should have been yeah. asked for him. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. He's not on that type of mm-hmm. level yet. Right. He's great at running routes, has good hands. But he's not the big dog that, oh, I need to get no. this first right now. Let me go to Kendrick Bourne. No. no. I'd even be okay with him as like my second option, but you still need that go-to guy, that Devontae Adams, that Debo right. Samuel. That it, like You need that. You really do. And we don't have that. Not even close. Bob, you got to fork up that money, man. He does. But like, where? But where? Who are we gonna get that from? Are we drafting that guy? Are we picking him off in the in the off season? Like, where are we finding these dudes? Because That's a good you question. know what I'm saying. Like a lot of these guys for the Patriots that we drafted, yeah. we thought they were gonna be that guy, and they just weren't that guy. Uh, freaking Myers. Like, was it? What's his face? Nikhil um, Harry. Uh, Nikhil. Nikhil Harry. Like, literally thought he was gonna be the next coming. Like, be our guy. Couldn't have been a bigger bust. You know what I'm saying? So, and yeah. over here talking about he wants we, to leave the Patriots. Boy, you, know, we, you can't go anywhere else. What are you talking about? You want to leave the Patriots? Change your number to number one and catch nothing. <laughs> catch nothing. Anyway. You should be zero because you are zero. That's what you are. I would have been acceptable here. with that number. You know what I'm saying? At least Westbrook embraces that number when it comes to the NBA. But I yeah. don't know. Anyway, I think to that, get back that, to your question, <laughs> that they have to they have to go out and get this guy in free agency, or they're gonna have to go trade for this guy. I'm saying this guy because we don't know who this John Doe is, but we have to do it in that aspect because let's go back and look at history. If history anything like teaches itself, it's gonna repeat itself. Let's not draft because all the other drafts have not worked out. We got to go out there, fork up that money. That's right. You know what I'm saying, and actually secure someone. We've drafted so poorly. Terrible. Like I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure half the names we just mentioned as like 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 half the names we just mentioned as like being like the top guys and like the other teams like are dudes that we passed up on in the draft. Debo Samuel, AJ Brown. The list goes on and on of dudes who we passed up on that are now lighting it up with other teams. So we we we've shot ourselves in the foot. We could have a we could have a much more talented roster, not in not even through paying and signing guys, but if we just drafted correctly, think, which we have not been doing. I think the only one Wait, so, yeah. so do you Gronk think is the only good one that we drafted as an Gronk, offensive weapon. I think Gronk is our only, best offensive draft weapon, yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady was our best offensive draft, but, you know, that's fine. All right, all right. Uh, I mean, no, we know that. We're saying yeah, weapons yeah. for the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think I'm just, it was, I'm just busting. I think busting. it was Gronkowski that was the it's only one definitely, that ever, like, really worked out. Definitely Gronkowski. Has to be. No, yeah, I'm no with you 100%. One, yeah, no one else even comes close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we got more games today. I ain't trying to talk about the Patriots no more. We do, yeah. You, you, got, you guys want to talk a little bit of titans Bengals? I'm with it. All right. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, bring it. Let's. Well, you got something to what say? You... Go ahead, go ahead. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got to say? No, I was gonna say you. I feel like you got something to say before we transition. No, I mean, there's a lot of good games that are gonna be playing, but like honestly, I don't know who's gonna end up winning at the end. You know what I'm saying? I really don't have like a full winner because a lot of people are showing up now. That have been frauds, like, you know, yeah. kind of here and there, a little bit of everywhere. Like, 
what happens? Like the Packers are still in it. They're like consistent, but like I can see Aaron Rodgers doing some sneaky stuff because he hates the organization and just being like, Hey, uh, I'm just not going to have my best game tonight so that we can get him real close. And then you guys get screwed. Or we have uh, the Buccaneers, right? What is it? One of their best offensive linemen got hurt. They have no AB. They only have Mike Evans. Tom Brady's going to have to, you know, finagle some young guys in from a receiver standpoint. He's hurt as well. Brock? Mike Evans is is a little hurt as well. Not even like Mike Evans is hurt. So literally, kind of hurt, yeah. So, like we were talking about, that one receiver threat. Their one receiver threat's injured. So, basically, they have Gronk and O.J. Howard. Right. Their offensive line's kind of weak. Defense is here and there. Um, but, honestly, I don't think they have enough assets to win it all, completely honest. Um, you see the Rams, right? You, you know those are my, those have been my guys all season. I've been like, you know, Cooper Cup, Stafford, those guys ball out. Yeah. What happens? Matt Stafford has literally one of his best games of the season last week, and I couldn't have been more impressed. So it's like, is this a new Matt Stafford? Is this playoff Matty? Is he ready to go? Is he going to show out? Who knows? Anything is possible, but, like, I really have no clear picture on who's going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. I agree. I think mm-hmm. it's I, – I think it's – honestly – now that the Patriots are out, I just want good football. You know what I mean? Last week was yeah. all bad games. They were all blowouts. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and that was so gross. Like, so I gross. Points. Disgusting. Yeah. They went down. Like, they went down like twenty-eight to nothing. Or weren't they in like the? Were yeah. they playing in the dome? Yeah. Didn't make any Cardinals sense. are frauds. <laughs> I've been saying that since the beginning. They're a bunch of frauds. I'm done with those I guys. I know a few homies that put a lot of money on them to win the whole thing. And that's what I was like, really going to take this 5'11 baby Yoda, bro? Oh, boy, you got it. You got baby it, man. Yoda. I ain't doing that. So, so, so what, what I'm hearing is that Brady is highly unlikely to go back to the Super Bowl this year. And Aaron, Rodger, Aaron Rodgers is, seems to be the guy who is on top at the moment, but may do some sneaky stuff. I don't believe that he's going to do anything to jeopardize his possibilities of winning the Super Bowl if he if he if he gets there. Um, uh, Cincinnati is playing really they, they, they played very good football. I watched the last the game last last week. Yeah. Um, like again, I think a lot of things are up in the air. But again, I think I'm I'm actually Aaron Rodgers and the Milwaukee and. Um, and uh, Aaron Rodgers, and, 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 and I think she would be, for me, it seems, seems to be like the guy who may end up uh, winning it all. I kind of agree with you, to be honest. Really? I do. I think Aaron it's going to I think it's going to be a Packers Bills Super Bowl. That's my that that was my Packers prediction of stats. Bills. Yeah, that was my prediction uh, of stats. Bills. Yeah. Packers oh, and Bills. Oh, my I'm about to, God. I'm, I'm what are you to, doing? Bro, We're going to take his that, Justin. Look, I'm at the side with Justin, but not on the Packers, but on the Bills going to the Super Bowl. I really think it's going to be Cincy. That's gonna, Cincy? Yeah, I like, I like you, your pick oh, on that. I, I like, like your that. pick on it, there, but I really think it's going to be Cincy. All right. And I think it's going to be the Packers. Ooh, which would be a great Joey rematch. Because yeah. they, they had a great game. This You remember yeah. the, it was like week five or six, the Packers and the, the Bengals had a great game I, in Cincinnati. I, I really believe that. Yeah. I like your pick with the Bills. I think it's going to come close, but I feel like they're going to lose come, you know, the big games to get to the Super Bowl. I really think that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, man, since he has been has been lining it up, 
Cigar Joe's on another level. <laughs> um, they, they're clicking on all cylinders. And yeah. I feel like today, um, with the Titans getting Henry back, even though he's been on a little hiatus for, what was it, like six, seven, eight? It's been like five, like five, six weeks. Yeah, I was about to say. He's been on since like week 10, I think, honestly. Something so crazy. Damn, really? Like, yeah, damn, so that's like, a long that's time. Eight, that's eight weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's eight weeks right there um, on top of that. And I really don't think he's going to have his legs up under him all the way because that defense is flying around right now for Cincy. Um, their offense is clicking on all cylinders. San Fran. They they had a good little thing last week. It was cool. It was it was all right. But yeah, I think Aaron is gonna do what Aaron does, and he's gonna get them there because he has Vontae right behind him. And they also have that big ass dude from Boston College running that rock too. That man Dylan is another Dillon. level. Oh, AJ yeah. Dylan is a freak. That's a good one two punch they got back there. So that's another reason why I see them really making it. Now we're gonna go talk about tomorrow's games. Rams, Bucks. We'll start with that one first because that's the first on the slate. I got the Rams. I like the Rams. What do you guys think? I, I still got the Rams. Um, I don't think it's kind of crazy. I'm about to say this. I still don't think they're going to cover that three point spread. I don't think there's any way wow. that they're going to cover that three point spread because of what we were talking about before. LA has a lot of weapons. LA from has the, so many from weapons. the from the backfield to their offensive line <clears throat> to their tight ends, the receiving core, and even their defense is prone to score. Whenever they want to, if yep. they really want to. So I really think that's going to be a good one. But it's Tom Brady, like we are talking about at the end of the day. The GOAT, the God up here. So I, I'm giving them that one. Bills, yeah. Chiefs. Bills, Chiefs now. I have the Bills taking it to them. I, re I really have the Bills taking I it agree. to them. Explain are, your thought process I got on you. that. I, like, I got this you is, right this here. Is it's a hot Chiefs team right now, right? They started you. off so bad, so bad, but they've been on the incline. I need an explanation on why you believe the Chiefs have a are going to get ran over by they're the going to, they're, get, they're going to themselves get ran over by this 6'5", 240-pound dude, dude from Wyoming who plays quarterback. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what, exactly why. You know what I'm saying? But he's mobile. The new Big Ben, but he's mobile. Yeah. They're Facts. only favored. The Chiefs are only favored to win this game by two points. That doesn't make any sense. This team started off a little slow, but now they're hot. They're hot. They're hot. Like everybody's saying, but you're still only going to give them two points. After that decimation that I saw up in Buffalo, beating Bill and his staff, they're definitely going to look at Chief State Andy Reid's staff and be like, "All right, we can dissect this all we want," because I promise you, they're not going to have that chocolate cake at the end of the day. <laughs> That goddamn chocolate cake he's always talking about. He's not going to have it again. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so hey, I, I, leave Andy, leave Andy Reed and his cheesesteaks alone, man. But, but, he gets that whiz whip from Philly and he's living good, all right? Let that man eat, all right? He need that KC barbecue. <laughs> but anyway, that's exactly why I'm saying I, I believe in what you're saying, how it's going to be the Bills in there. Yeah. I think they're going to get close, but they're not going to get to the promised land. So you think it's going to be a Bills, Bengals, AFC championship? Yeah, all that's right. exactly what I'm leaning towards. Okay. And if that's going to go down, I'm going to take the team with the most firepower. I like that. I don't hate that at all. Honestly, you know? that that's that's kind of a bold call because those are the two underdogs, exactly. right? Exactly. So, you're the underdog. Yeah, you're the underdog. You know? yeah. You're the underdog. I really firmly believe that. I'm, and as you can see, I'm picking all underdogs except for... Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, uh, Wait, you're picking Tampa Bay over I told you, yeah. the Rams? I told you. I said the Rams have a lot of offensive firepower and a lot of defensive firepower. But at the end of the day, it's still Tom Brady you're going to have to go against. 
they're going to find okay, a way. Okay, so you know I, I, mean? I get that. Yeah, I get that. You can never count out Tom. I just no matter what, exactly. you cannot count him out. I will never disrespect Tom Brady's name by saying that he has no chance of winning. I do believe that the Rams are clicking offensively and defensively. They figured it out right. after that loss they had a few weeks ago. Right. And I feel like they're going to be on trajectory. The Bucks, they're hurt, right? They have dudes getting hurt left and right. And what do you say, right? The guys that are still in it have that best receiver. Mike Evans, I'm not, I'm sorry, but he's not T.O. He can't play with a bad ankle. You know what I'm saying? So if he plays... He's going to ball out a little bit, but I do not expect them to win this game. I think the Rams are going to pull out the victory. I think it's going to be close. I really do. I really think it's going to be a really close game. But at the end of the day, Matt Stafford is going to lead them to victory. Aaron Donald is going to freaking choke slam the Domicon Sue. Uh, I mean, not Domicon Sue. He's going to choke slam. Um, what's, that? what's that center's name? The one that got hurt last time. Is still Worfs? Or Which Alex Ramson, what's his name? Or Alex oh, Kappa. Huh? Alex Kappa? Probably. Whatever. Aaron Donald's gonna be choke slamming some dudes, going left and right. And Jalen Ramsey's probably gonna take one to the house, you know? So nice little pick six. So Rams, be- I feel like they're gonna pull that one through. Barely, but they're gonna do it. Watch out for Scotty Miller, bro. Watch out for Scotty Miller. He's gonna be the unsung hero. I have a feeling he's gonna be the unsung hero tomorrow. I, he's going to have to be because you know gonna it's going to be a Mike sneak. Evans, Jalen yeah. Ramsey matchup. Yeah, he's definitely going to sneak in and get yeah. him one. I, I, I really he might play a man the entire time just because they're not worried about other options. They might play man. And that's what I'm saying. If they're playing man, have your fun with Gronk and then O.J. Howard at one side or the other. Go ahead and get your, your corner and put him on there or go get your middle linebacker or your outside linebacker and try to keep up with this guy. All right, cool. Y'all double take. I'm going up top. Oh, y'all double teaming up top. I'm going across the middle. He's It's Tom Brady, bro. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. He's going to find something, and somehow he's going to pull this through. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, Guy, you know, what's your thoughts? Yep. What's what's your thoughts on, on the games? Who do you, you think is pulling it through? Who do you think is going to step up and step out? Hey, listen. I Again, I, I, I don't see how uh, uh, Tom Brady loses the game, but I think that the – the Rams are better placed. Um, uh, the Bills, I just don't like them because of what they did to us last week. I don't care about <laughs> the analytics. I Personal vendettas. Like yep, understandable. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the analytics. I don't like them. They, I mean, the quarterback is pretty decent, no doubt about it. Uh, but I don't like him. So I'm, I'm rooting for Mahomes to, to revenge for me uh, next week. And uh, I think those are the two games that I'm going to be able to watch. Uh, 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 I think tomorrow or over this weekend. The rest, I'm not. I'm not very, very sure. I know Cincy is playing, and I know. Um, uh, I can't. I, I. I don't know who else is and playing. Green, but those are the two games because Green Bay plays tonight. Yeah, Green obviously Bay Green Bay. Yeah. Obviously Green Bay. I think again. I think I personally think uh, Aaron Rodgers and the, the practice are going to go far. Um, uh, I, I, again, fingers crossed. Cincinnati has been doing well all season, as a matter of fact, right? Most of the season, I should say. Uh, so, again, I, I, I think there's, again, you guys follow this better than I do. I think there's a lot, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of mixes and matches through that and possibility uh, between now and the and, and, and Super Bowl. Yeah, we have a yeah, lot of time. We, do. we have a lot of time. The- 
There's definitely a lot of time, but if there's, I, I feel like there's one thing we could all agree on. It's an NFC season. NFC is going to win it all. I agree. Uh, for, sure. for sure. For By, sure. By like without even, without even a thought. Yeah, uh, for sure. So. It, they're just more experienced on that yeah. side. You know what I'm saying? Like from, from the players to the coaches to the actual organization leaders and owners, like they, they're definitely more experienced oh, in that yeah. aspect. But yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Do you, do you guys think Belichick brings in a, uh, uh, somebody on the coaching staff? Of, I know his son coached his team and all that. You think how does he? How does do you think he brings in anybody else to support the defense? The defensive. Uh, he's he's uh, gonna coaching. have to. Gerard Mayo is gonna take a head coaching job somewhere else. Like you know what I'm saying? Like isn't it? Don't isn't he getting a look for the Dolphins? Yeah. They're gonna have to bring in somebody. It all depends on who they bring. I don't know if it's the Dolphins, but he is getting a he's getting a look. A big time yeah. look, like an actual like yeah heavy look. And I, that's a great question because I know everyone around here is questioning Steve Belichick and whether he's the guy to lead our defense. I personally agree with you. I don't think he uh-huh. is. I think he, I think we should be bringing somebody else. In. I think this is just me spitballing real quick. I think Brian Flores needs to come my, back. My, my yeah. Brian Flores needs to come but, back. But, build up his stock again. Another you, opening is going to happen. You don't think he's going to get a head out. coaching job? I know he will. I know for a fact he will. The fact that they did him so dirty. That he's got to land someone else. Somewhere that he, they're yeah. going to look back at it and be like, damn, we really effed the bag on this one. So bad. You know what I'm saying? Like He was a great guy. He actually knows what he's talking about. And he's from the Belichick coaching tree. What were we thinking? They were on a losing streak to start this season. Were yeah. they not? Yeah. Didn't they win yeah. like nine or eight in a row? Oh, yeah. Why the f- mm-hmm. would you get rid of that guy? You shouldn't. Who's really you smart, who yeah. players love, and he knows what the f- he's talking about, and also part of Belichick's tree. Make that make sense. And I hope the Miami Dolphins for days reap this <laughs> fucking shit because they should have never let this man go. Ever. Never. It doesn't you know make what I sense. heard? You know what I heard? I had heard something that like him and the GM had just a lot of different mindsets. Like they weren't meshing. And and because of that, they were like trying to get him out of there. They no one any dolphin fan will tell you this is the worst thing they could have done, and they were heading in the right direction. But I believe it's the relationship between the GM and Flores. And because of that, in um, what is it? And because of that whole situation, it just got worse. So think about it, right? People, all of a sudden, the GM started saying this, that, and the other thing to try to like uh, shame him a little bit. Right. They were saying, oh, that they shouldn't have drafted, uh, that he didn't want to draft Tua, that he didn't want to do this, that, and the other thing. I really believe they were just trying to make him look like the bad side so that, you know, the actual administration, like the GM and those guys over there, are the ones in the right and Flores is in the wrong when we completely know it's the truth. Like it's it's not it's not a fact at all. No, I I, I agree. I've I've heard too that the GM and Flores didn't like each other. But if you're if you're one of the teams that just fired your your head coach and you see Brian Flores is available, you got to be licking your chops to to get him an interview because I think in my opinion he's the best available coach on the market right now. Oh. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, his record, his record in Miami was not really. Uh, I mean, what was he? It was. I think it was not even at fifty percent, was he? 
So I think I, I think know. all of his I think pretty much most of his losses came when Tua was injured and not playing. Like when they when Fitz yeah. Magic yeah. had to take over. Yeah, no. Uh, well, even when when Fitz Magic, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. It was the exact opposite. So last year, they did really well with Fitz Magic. Tua took over, and they dropped games That's at the end was, of the year. Yeah. Then Tua started the year off. They were like one and one. Tua got hurt, and when he was hurt, they dropped like five six games in a row right. something like that and then Tua got healthy and they won eight of nine games so still like that. make that make right, sense right even if a person knows nothing about the sport it's like wow that guy was doing bad when his player was out then he started doing good when his player came back yeah why would we fire him especially if we did nothing but win and especially if at every year right they beat the patriots that's a big deal in that south was a florida big deal. that's a big deal in south florida and they've been doing that what for like three years in a row now. At the end of the yep. season, they just beat us. Yep. That's a that's a big thing going into the playoffs. That's a momentum shifter right there. And that was indicative of what happened. <laughs> Come to Bills. hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. It all leads and all corresponds to each other. Exactly. Yeah. But it's just like I don't understand. Even if you have beef with this guy, cool. Keep that behind the scenes. Wasn't there beef? You guys watched that documentary, the Bulls documentary, right? Wasn't there beef with the owner and then everyone from like the fans to like yeah. the staff to the yeah. players, but they all kept it quiet because they kept winning the championship. Not saying they're going to win the championship, but at least acquire more people to make your team better. Winning fixes all. Yeah. You feel me? Exactly. And then you're going <laughs> to. All right. No. Yeah. Oh, hey, yo, Steve. Let me tell me how you really feel, bro. Tell me how you really feel. It just <laughs> makes no sense, man. I, I, I just, I, I don't understand where common sense has gone. It's not even common anymore. I can't even just call it it's sense. Because <laughs> it's just yo. dumb stuff happening. Oh yeah. And sense ain't worth shit nowadays. So. <laughs> you know what I'm that saying? part. So yeah. what are you gonna do? That part, you know. Yeah. Uh, well. All right, before because I know we I know we got to wrap it up in a few, but before we do, I want I think all I think all of us should give our Super Bowl picks, and then I want to hear Gordon's dad give his take for who's winning the African Cup right now. I wanna, oh yeah, we can. Do oh that. yeah, we got yeah. we got we got to hear that because we talked about it, but we didn't get your pick. We want to get the pick out for the people. We want to hear. Uh, Want to hear what you, you heard think. here first? Heard it here, heard it here right first. Here, so right here. if we, you want, you want, you want, you want to go Super Bowl real quick. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna say I'm yeah. gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say the the Green Bay Packers are gonna win the Super Bowl. That's my pick, short and sweet. I'm I'm gonna go a true underdog. I'm gonna say the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. I'm gonna go, and I'm just being absurd right now. I'm gonna okay. go Rams. Just because I've been bought in all season, might as well finish strong. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say Chiefs and I don't want to say Titans, but I really don't want to say Bills. So I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going to go Rams, Chiefs. Terrible take, but I'm not picking the Bills. Can't I can't let that happen. All right. Yeah. All right. It's not bad. Guy, what's your pick? I would not mind seeing that guy. Hey, Green Bay. For me, Green Bay. There we go. There we go. Green Bay. We're riding the Green Bay train. Yes, sir. I like it. So, all right, and, and who's taking home that cup? Okay, listen. So far, for the for the the, the, the again, like I said, the underdogs are like fifty percent into the eighth final. If if uh, the the eighth uh, final, um, uh, I, however, I don't think that they would do, they would cross the into the quarterfinals. 
I think most of the uh, underdogs are going to be get, uh, pushed out or, or they're going to crash out at the eighth finals. And uh, so um, there, there are three, four teams that I think I'm looking at uh, getting to uh, the finals. There's Cameroon, there's Nigeria, okay. there's Senegal, uh, and, uh, and I would say Ivory Coast or Egypt, right? But I think at the end of the day, it's going to be uh, either an Ivory Coast or a Cameroon affair, mm. and I'm 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 sticking with Cameroon. Let's go, right. unbiased, All right. unbiased I, I take. Right here. Biasism no. I don't see no biasism at no. all in that take. I like it. None. You guys, you guys <laughs> got the whole field advantage right now. You got the. I mean, wouldn't that be great yeah. winning it, winning it in yeah. front of your nation? Like that would be amazing, right? I bet that would go insane. It would be brilliant. God. It would be brilliant. And and I, we uh, we will be watching the game live. On, and I will definitely come back on the show to talk about the finals and talk about this and confirm that I was right. Confirm confirm <laughs> my peak was, was the right thing. I, we gotta love, I love our local. Yeah. We got we gotta love our local African soccer correspondent on the ground, <laughs> baby, hard hitting facts that no one else can. We got we him live, reporting live. Look at that. It. We everywhere. We in Africa now with it. Come We're on, global. Hedgebetter, we going global. Oh yeah, globally. there it is. <laughs> That's there right. Is. And hey, if the whole country's shutting down for just a for just like a, a, a tournament, you know, match, if they win. What's gonna go down? That's what I'm saying. It's gonna go What's gonna insane. go down? Well, let me let, let, let me let me tell you. Let me let me paint the picture for you guys. The finals is on the sixth, which is a Sunday. So the whole country shuts down on the seventh. Nobody's gonna to go to work. We're gonna be partying from the sixth. To party seventh. after party after. <laughs> yeah. So seventh, and then on the eleventh of February we have it's a youth day. Uh, it's youth day, so it's a public holiday. So that entire week from the 7th through the 12th, I think, nobody's going to work. It's going to be, we're going to be totally out <laughs> Straight for, up for, week for off. one yeah. week. I love it. We go. are like, woo, we won. Woo. Just be drinking all in the streets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Exactly. You're going to have to send us some footage so of the celebration. <laughs> I, we, we, I will, actually. I will, I will definitely do that. I'll definitely do oh, that. That's awesome. Well, honestly, we appreciate you so much coming on. This was awesome. We're so glad we got to talk to you, catch up, talk a little soccer and football. Um, we're here uh, in the trenches at the Hedge Better Studio filming episode 22 on a Saturday. We usually don't do yeah, Saturdays, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we wanted to accommodate for our very special guests. Uh, we'll be back next week. We hope you guys all enjoy the week of football. We hope uh, for a very great finish to the African Cup. We're rooting for Cameroon. We're all pulling. We're all pulling for Cameroon. And uh, hopefully, you know, maybe next time we talk, uh, we'll have a little bit more uh, updates as what's going on and uh, with both NFL and uh, and soccer. And uh, we'll recap and we'll catch you guys next week on episode 23 of The Trenches. I want to thank Steve. I want to thank Don Gordon. And I want to thank Gordon's dad for coming on big special guest um, we huge, really appreciate huge. you and uh, we look forward to having you back hey. thank you guys thank you for having me thank you I appreciate that absolutely alright we'll catch you guys next week coming at you from Hedge Better in the Trenches this is episode 22 Peace. easy easy